If you have been asking if healing is real, stick around and find out that healing is for real. And we don't mean maybe. My name is Tony. And I am Zin. And we are two witnesses and representatives of the miraculous gospel of healing. Bam. <laughs> I am Tony Myers. And I am Zinil Fuego. We are back with another another episode of the Gospel and the Gospel of Healing podcast. And I dare say that we are excited about actually breaking apart these concepts for our, our listeners to really grasp the spiritual realities and to unite the definitions so that we can actually get persons up and running spiritually. We say that holy brother. Amen. And today we're talking about expectation. Expectation. Let me say this first. Yeah. Right before we started, there there is, we try to work each concept of what we've been talking about separately. Faith belief, expectation. People make a checklist. Okay. Yeah. Am I validated by my faith? Hmm. Check mark. Okay, yes I am. Belief. Do I believe? <laughs> yes. Check mark. I do. <laughs> Expectation. My expectation's been let down. Red check mark. <laughs> God's let me down. What I've been uh, expecting has not culminated. Wrong. Very wrong. Number one, God is, is incapable. God is in capable of letting us down because everything is deposited within us already complete and all. 1,000%. As we 1, were talking about last time with the prophets, the whole reason that God said if that prophet's words does not come to pass is because they saw it, they already had the faith, they already had the belief. They they saw it. Everything worked together fluidly. God never let them down because it had already happened. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Desire comes. It is the tree of life. Let me put that into English. Expectation put off makes the body sick. Mm. Desire comes, it is the tree of life. Mm. It is not God failing to fulfill 
our expectations. It is us having the wrong expectation. Yes, sir. Well said. Preach. <laughs> this yeah. should all, it's not a checklist. This is everything coming together, working fluidly together. You cannot work on these things separately. Now you're trying to validate each and everything. You're not walking in the kingdom of God. You're not walking in his authority then if you are trying to validate each and everything and work, quote unquote, work on them separately. Anytime you're doing nuts, know that you live in a life of, 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 of self-condemnation. Because you only need validation when you're condemned. Instead of operating just like Zane, Holy Brother Zane, often states, the laws were showing the operation of that was already in progress. Yeah. Anytime you find yourself validating yourself, know that you're in evil works. You know why it's called evil works? Because that's what caused man to fall out of the garden. And what did Jesus say when the, when the religious leaders walked up? So what do we have to do in order to see the miracles that you do? Hmm. What was his answer? Believe in me. So, translated to today, now that we have, and I'm going to use this in plain Tonyism, since now we are validated because we are righteous, because we are, and I know I might cause some weird looks, because we are Christ. Yes, we are. Have the mind of Christ. We the species. Are exactly right. We're the species. I'm not Jesus. I'm the Christ. We're the species. We are a species. So when I'm operating from that point, everything comes together fluidly. There is no checklist. There is no me trying to. Does that make sense to you, Holy Brother? 100%. If, if I walk up to you and I make the statement, um, well, if it hasn't happened, if there are no fruits in your life, then are you operating from the faith that is instilled in you? Then you're not operating in the faith that is instilled within you. And you get ticked off at me for that. You're using faith as validation. Yeah. If you take offense, if I say, look, there's fruit in this physical world 
if you're not seeing the fruit, then it's not what I'm saying it is. Is that put blunt enough or do I have to be blunter? You, watch me. You see what you just said there? Do you know that that whole concept of bearing fruit is actually what the Bible call expectation? The same word that is translated expectation is also translated hope. The same hope is used in Christ in you, the hope of glory. Some translations say expectations. Do you know that if you go back into the scriptures, the hope is not what we call hope in our culture. When we say right. hope in our culture, we say that there's a possibility that it might not happen. Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Lovely. I like how you put that. Wishful thinking. The Bible does not mean that. If you go back to the Old Testament and trace the understanding of hope, you see that they use hope to say the fruit, meaning the hope of a mango tree is that it bears mangoes. And the with, hope. And check this out. With hope, there's a vision. Always. With Always. a vision, there's an emotion. And it all goes right back to what we were talking about with the prophets. Right. The spiritual was reality to them. That is why there is no such mammal as an unanswered prayer. It does not exist. Yeah. Yeah. That's an impossibility. You could see that hope also could more accurately be attributed to, attributed to the nature of a thing. The nature of a thing is its hope. So when you're saying Christ, the hope of glory, what you're saying is Christ, the nature of glory. That's the same thing as saying expectation. Now, most believers, as Holy Brother Tony is adequately pointing out, your understanding of expectation is way out there. And that's because you have a very abstract understanding of expectation. And not only are you abstract, but you're attributing human experiences to God. You have had disappointed expectations in, in your past, and you're attributing that to God. And some of you, instead of actually questioning the doctrines that you had the expectation on, you blame God for not actually having what you thought you were supposed to have. Instead of questioning what you were taught, because definitions frame your mind and your spirit. Do you know that you cannot have a definition, out, you cannot have an expectation outside of your definition? So, <laughs> so if you have disappointed expectations, check your definitions. That's why Holy Brother and I I'm holy ready, Tony, and I doing this. Because before these episodes, I'm certain that when you heard expectation, your mental imagery went back to some experience that you had. Or a, a negative experience. It's usually a negative experience. Very, very, very usually a, a negative experience. <coughs> that was probably preconceived with 
God let me down. Always. Always. And do you know that some of us have grown in the habit of using these negative experiences that God let you down? When in the law of Moses, leaders like Joshua and the kings, do you know that they had to go and, rev and review the wondrous works of God so that that would be the expectation in the battle? Instead, you're using losing statistics to try to get miraculous benefits. Even when this pandemic took place, and I don't mean to be controversial here, but people was death was preached so much that even believers found themselves using statistics of death to stay alive. I don't even understand how that works. You sow in death and expect life. No. And some of you want healing, but because you're so frustrated, you're not seeing what you want to see, you're using the, the disappointment as the motivation for life. Life requires life emotions to reproduce life. You cannot use death emotions and gain life from that. And so if you've had the expectations, these expectations and your definitions, these abstract definitions, please understand that the scriptures doesn't really share that definition. Expectation is also translated as hope, and hope is the same thing as saying the nature. So if you're seeing Christ is in you, then what you're seeing is you have the nature of glory in you. And therefore, if you're walking in faith and belief, expectation means that the same vision that you understand is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You must also understand what the scripture is saying, that that vision comes with the nature of glory and nature of power. And therefore, it comes with a firm and undeniable expectation of the decision. Firm and undeniable. Oh, there's that word again. A decision that makes, <laughs> that makes believers cringe. It ain't and no we, choice. It is a choice. And it's a decision that we make. And that's interesting that believers struggle with decisions eh? because we are actually taught in the westernized will that God is your father, but you're using your westernized concept of father. Whereas in the scripture, a son of God is a priest. And therefore, if you are a believer, then you are a son. And if you are a son, you are a priest. And, a, and the priest in the Old Testament had the breastplate of decision on his chest. They said the breastplate of, it, it called it great judgments. So if you are a believer and you, 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 you don't like decisions, we can't be speaking about the same Jesus. <laughs> you can't be speaking about the same Jesus. Uh and, and that's because we have the victim mindset, which, once again, points right back to we're trying to validate. Looking for validation. And I just want to repeat that, as Holy Brother Tony is repeating the concept that all of these things go together. 
I think it was also equal, equally necessary to repeat. Seeking validation is called evil works. Evil works is what caused the man to fall out of the garden. Therefore, if you're seeking validation, I don't care how, how much you believe that you're in faith. If you're seeking validation, you're in the desert. And in the desert, there is no waters. <laughs> there is no living waters. That's a message to you. Seeking validation does not come with life. Life comes from validation. Here's, here's, a, here's a point to, to actually register that within your mind. And believers have been so invalidated in their lives that they've lost the whole essence of the scriptures. The scriptures starts with the Garden of Eden. Eden means delight and pleasure. That means that if the man in the garden is validated, it's because validation results in delight and pleasure. So if you're seeking validation, there is no delight and pleasure. And delight and pleasure, if the garden is the garden of life, and it's a synonym to Eden, then most of you, not even seeing what you want to see, because you're operating in a logic that results in condemnation and sadness and disappointment instead of delight and pleasure. Because the whole purpose of Yahweh in you is delight and pleasure. Which is our segue into what we're going to talk about on the next episode. Yes, sir. Which is God's rest. Rest. <laughs> rest. <laughs> so if you are frustrated, if you are striving, if you are trying to get, all of those is a result of what? Validation, validation. which is evil. Evil works, you're outside the garden. Come back inside of the garden where there's lots of waters. People don't realize <laughs> in the book of Revelation, I think it's chapter 21, it states that in the New Jerusalem, the gates are never closed and they shall walk inside and outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with, it, the gates are never and closed. And it's outside. No evil. And it's outside where the evildoers are. Yeah. Think about that, folks. Ruminate on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could stuff. probably, really unpacking that would probably be two or three, five episodes be so, blessed be healed be a blessing boom and bam <laughs>